Welcome to 10-Minute Transformation. My name is Dave Milford, and I'm glad you're here. Today's podcast is part one of a two-part podcast entitled, Jesus Asks, Have You Learned to Love? We live in a world of transactional love. Love me, I'll love you back. We live in a me-first world. We gather for ourselves, we hang on to what we have. In the kingdom, love is a very different thing. God's kingdom is exactly the opposite. God asks us to give what we have. Sometimes it doesn't make any sense at all. It's nonsense to the human mind to give where you have scarcity. But God is teaching us that he is our provider. He's teaching us that in his kingdom, we receive by giving away. Not with motives of getting more. No, in God's kingdom, love must be the motivation for all we do. Anything done for any other motives really just doesn't matter. So the question is, have you learned to love? Bob Jones was a prophet. He prophesied many things that would happen globally, and they did. He's also a controversial figure to many. Great men of God often are. He died of a heart attack on August 8, 1976. Severe pain in his chest, blood shooting out of his mouth, Suddenly, he had no more pain. Holy Spirit was there, and he took him to heaven. And There, Bob saw two lines. He saw one line of people who had rejected Jesus, and they were wrapped in whatever they had served on the earth, whether it was money, sex, power, whatever they, whatever they had made God of their lives, they stood in line waiting their judgment and to be separated from God forever. The other line, the one that Bob was in, were those who had accepted Christ. And Jesus greeted each person personally, but he only asked one question. Did you learn to love? A woman ahead of him said, only you, Lord. That She had arthritis, a lot of pain in her body, and she really didn't love people. Jesus welcomed her, and he opened his heart, and she walked into the kingdom of God by walking through him. Others there had lived lives of great love, and were met with great celebration. Each entered heaven. Bob approached, excited. This was it. Did you learn to love? And Bob said, yes, Lord. And Jesus told him, Bob, I need you to go back. Bob didn't want to come back, but he did. He came back to life with a message. Did you learn to love? Today, we're going to do an activation later on. I'm going to ask you to do an act of love to an evil person. Okay, that's maybe an exaggeration, but that's actually from Scripture. We have very clear instructions. We are to give people love even when we don't love them. How differently the world would see Christians if we did this one thing. Love people who don't deserve it. And we're going to practice that today. We're going to renew our minds with that. The context for this is Luke chapter 6, verses of 37 and 38, but we're going to start a little bit earlier. In verse 35, it says, But love your enemies and do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you'll be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. Sons and daughters of God, don't judge, don't condemn, but they do pardon. 
We have the power to release people from their past. Think about it. That's what Jesus' love did on the cross. He released us from our past. He gave us a future and a hope. We present the cross to people when we release them from what they did. Love lifts people up. To love someone despite what they have done lifts them above their sin and the pain of their past. We call people up when we forgive, don't judge, and affirm instead of condemn. After all, it's Jesus' kindness that led us to repentance. This is what God wants us to do. We're in the kingdom. We're going about the family business. God wants his sons and daughters who are walking the earth right now to lead people to repentance by acts of kindness and love. This isn't some strategy for evangelization. It's the simple practice of loving people with the love of God. Here's a scripture that I want to look at, and this is the the scripture that I want to renew your mind with. Um, If you have a journal, write this down. This is important. Luke 6, verse 38, in the Amplified Bible says, Give, and it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, with no space left for more. For with the standard of measurement you use when you do good to others, it will be measured to you in return. Now, you probably heard this in a giving context, uh, but the, the context here really is doing good to people who don't deserve it. I want to tell you some quick stories. Uh, I have seen this principle work in my life so many times in amazing ways. In 1992, while in Beijing teaching law and business and sharing Jesus, I gave my return airfare to a friend. His mother had a cerebral aneurysm. And this friend had to immediately go back. She was trying to see her mother while she was still alive. So what that meant for me was that I had no ticket home. And I didn't make enough money that I could, you know, save enough for an airfare. So it meant I was probably stuck in China for a year. I didn't know that in a few weeks, I'd have a medical emergency, spend 16 harrowing days in a Chinese hospital, and be flown from that hospital to a hospital in Hong Kong. I didn't know that I would have to return to the U.S. and spend months recovering and not return to China for five years. A dear friend in Beijing brought me a first-class ticket to Hong Kong. First time I'd ever flown, first class. God is good. A friend found a Christian cardiologist in Hong Kong who refused to charge me, and he got me out of the hospital as soon as he could so he could do all the tests I needed to have done in his office. Another friend told my story to a Bible study of women lawyers. They gave me thousands of dollars, enough to cover my airfare and then my living expenses for many months when I returned to the U.S. until I had regained health. The activation. Learn to love someone who you really don't like right now. This activation requires thought, prayer, and some time to complete. Do what you can today, and we'll finish it tomorrow. First, think of someone you don't, you just don't like. Do it now. Okay, maybe you have stronger emotions than that. Maybe you're angry with them. Second, I'm going to ask you today, to sow an act of love into that person's life. And we're doing this because you are renewing your mind, your thoughts and beliefs and emotions, and our will, which can be quite stubborn, with a greater reality, God's truth, the word of God. 
Luke 6, 37, and the NASB says, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. It's not enough to just forgive somebody in our minds or just think something. The Bible tells us to do something, to forgive, to pardon. And it also tells us to give. Note, I'm not saying open yourself completely to someone who can't be trusted. Forgive them and love them, but they'll have to earn your trust. Third, do it. Sow an act of love in that person's life. This could be a lot of things. It could be a text, an email, just a friendly greeting. Maybe you send them a card. Think of something. Start small, but do it. Ask God to give you his love for that person. And as you step out in this outrageous act of love, God will meet you and he'll fill you with the love you need to do this. Act first, the emotion will follow. Remember, God's teaching you how to love others with his love. Starting with someone we really don't like forces us to receive from God what we don't have to give. When you love someone, wonderful things happen. Some of you will have stories about what God did. Please share. Go to 10minutetransformation.com. Click on the microphone and leave a voicemail. Thank you for listening. And thank you even more for doing an act of love towards someone you personally struggle to love. Thanks again and see you tomorrow.